presented by Baseline Times Media. All right, y'all. Welcome back to another episode and actually another season of the Shooter Pass podcast. I'm excited. The NBA is around the corner. The first preseason games this Friday. Happy New Year to basketball. I've got the usual here. Demario, Marcus. Damn, what's up, fellas? Man, it's been a long time, man, but I'm glad to be back. It's the Knicks tape, baby. Yo, I'm just happy to be a Laker fan. What is wrong with you, man? How are you going to start off that, like this? That's all. I'm just, I mean, it's been, you know, it's been a little close to three months. It's been great, you know. Um, <laughs> big baller brand. Got it tatted across uh, my tramp staff, my wow. lower back. Wow. I got the, I'm getting everybody BBB shoes. You might not <laughs> receive them till next year because I heard that nobody's received really too much shoes from them, but... <laughs> Yo, actually, that's a real good. I've never heard about what happened with those shoes, bro. Can we discuss how Lavar has been paid off by the NBA to just shut the fuck up? Have you Yo, noticed? I, I believe it. I don't know I where is he. Lavar. Is he here overseas? I told my boy Dustin. I told shout out to Dustin, our MLB homie. I told him because Dustin sent me a, uh, a message and was like, "LeBron, Lavar." I said, "I guarantee you, they set down Lavar. They gave him a little bit of money, and they were like, if you if you speak one word." One word, everybody in your family's coming up missing. He just, LeVar didn't even acknowledge that he was right about LeBron coming over he to really the Lakers. Did. LeBron, not, no, no, LeVar, I think I'm probably only second to LeVar, is probably the most annoying people in the world. And LeVar not acknowledging that will be the, will be like me not acknowledging like a fantasy title or some shit. Like that was, that's when I was like, oh, wow, they really paid this dude to just disappear. Like maybe, imagine- maybe they sat him down in a room with LeBron and he said, look, man, I'm coming here next year. Get it together. And they just walked out. I can see that. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Because at, the end, cause at the end of the day, at the end of the day, LeVar is a businessman, right? Yeah. Like he's a businessman. He's about his money. He's about his brand. LeBron coming over and telling you to shut up and telling you how to get this money. You listening to LeBron, like LeBron, you see, you see what he's doing. So I can honestly mm-hmm. see LeVar being like, yeah, you right, master, and turn it into Samuel's character in Django. Like, whatever you need. Whatever you need. Because he hasn't said, I haven't heard one peep out. I haven't heard out of him, Jello, Mello, the mama, the dog, nothing. Yeah. I, yeah, that's uh, true. Do they, still really even, like, do they still have that ESPN show? I mean, it's on Facebook, but yeah, the, the oh, show oh, yeah, still exists. It's just, you really haven't. I mean, it's true. That's crazy. It's all been LeBron. All eyes on the king. That's wild. That's the yeah. that just shows like the power and like uh, you think. And plus, we all know Lavar was just about building that brand anyway. Oh, of course. You know, he built the brand. He, you know, his sons is in the league and all that kind of stuff. The little JBL or JBA, whatever that little bootleg league. And <laughs> you know, I think now he's just like you know, which is smart because he was on his way to just. I mean, I feel like he had turned every single person in the world the wrong way he was a very hard person he was harder he was harder to defend than kanye in his slavery comments <laughs> like r.i.p kanye what R. we'll R. see kanye. we'll see though we'll see for sure if he comes around especially that first game first game in la i don't even know where he's at to be real with you i know he was over there has anybody seen his water his uh he has water i, I mean i've seen him water? with it i haven't seen that no. popped up anywhere I, I haven't I, heard one thing. Are we gonna? We're gonna have to put Lavar Ball in like a milk carton. 
Where you been at? Where you been at, dude? Yeah, missing. No, I actually passed today. I was coming from Palm Springs. I actually passed by Chino Hills, and it made me think about him. I was like, damn, my man has been missing all (laughs) summer. He he took the whole summer off. Yeah. Sometimes you got to enjoy life. What if this is going to be like a 30 for 30? Like, he just, what if he just really just disappeared? (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine that? It's LeBron's. Like LeBron just like the like LeBron just had him just whacked. He's like Jimmy Hoffa. He just disappeared. <laughs> That'd be wild. Just walked into practice, hugged Lavonzo, and said, "I'm your dad now." And then, oh was, my god, can you no imagine that? That just no questions. Look at me, I'm your father. Funny. That's the wildest story. I wonder what happened. Like, where are you at? Where are you at, Lavar? SOS, Lavar Ball. Where are you at, bro? Biding his time. Just waiting, or, waiting for the one time. Yeah, reply to our uh, emails. We're trying to get you on the show, but damn, bro. SOS Olivar. Well, anyways, guys, I mean, uh, the NBA is back almost, and uh, I'm, I'm really excited, man. This is, I was telling Marcus it felt like a long offseason, but uh, he had some other comments before the show. I don't feel like the offseason is long because we talk like every day. We do, we do. You know, I feel but like I need some that... like live action. You know what I'm saying? You could watch, yeah, some yeah, yeah, goddamn... yeah. I watched some videos, to be honest with you. I actually watched, you know, some of the old shit from the Magic 09 finals just to pass me over sometime in July. I just, you know what I hate, and I and like if I ever see him, it's on site because he ruined uh, offseason basketball. Is Hoodie Mellow ruined it? Because I see all these dope videos. (laughs) I see like I see like Hoodie Stanley Johnson, and I'm like, nope. Hoodie today, I saw a thing of Noah. Nope. Like you see, here's the thing. For me, I actually because we all know that I do like some sports modeling. Shout out to me for being fucking attractive as fucking most world's most beautiful person absolutely uh, but i do sports modeling and i put together a little <laughs> basketball mix i look like i could give buckets and i can't but these mixes just kill me because i'm like okay like yeah that looks cute until you get a defender on you and then stanley johnson goes two for 18 in every single basketball <laughs> game that he's ever played in so it just kind of ruined it for me i see all these like off season and i want to get wait, hyped. wait 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 you telling me stanley johnson out here making mixtapes yes stanley Why? johnson because that's what we do in the offseason. Put it this way. Put it this way. Put it this way. Stanley Johnson? Put it this way. The NBA, what I've noticed is that Instagram and YouTube and all this kind of stuff has become so big of a thing. Yeah. I see a lot of NBA players who are like, I mean, yeah, I might have another year or two in the league. Let me get this IG bag money. I'm starting to see a lot of players hire social media content creators to create like the – uh, yeah, because you got to build that they brand. Because they're sleeping with the IG honeys. And, you know, yeah. they're get, they, they getting game. Talk to them. Facts. Facts. Because think about this. Mike Trout is probably, arguably, probably the most talented and, great, and greatest baseball player that we're probably ever going to see. And I think mm-hmm. 20 people in the world know who he is. Because I couldn't point him out. Of, well, actually, ex- no problem. Yes, I could. Yes, I could. You know, but, but think about it. Think about it. Swaggy P is more popping and relevant than Mike Trout, than, you know, Mookie Betts. Then, you know, like some really, really great. I get on like a $200 million contract. Exactly. Isn't that crazy? Like, and, and I just feel like that now in this, you know, in this era of like social media, it sucks, but it's like, that's the way to build your brand. Like, if yeah, you like, if you players are just more accessible, like they play with, they don't have any type of thing over their face. Yeah. The games aren't long and drawn out, you know? That's so true. Yeah. They, like the NBA's built for these ADHD pill popping kids. So, uh, you know. <laughs> Shout out to Eminem and Lil Wayne. Of, yeah, I was speaking of DeMario. For, for ruining a generation of people. His I just want to tell everybody that <laughs> Eminem, Eminem is one of the first major hip hop artists 
to promote drug use and to discuss how he is on drugs and has been doing drugs. Little Wayne then took that and was like, hold my beer, hold my beer. So then Little Wayne became like Mr. Lean, Mr. Syrup, Mr. Pill Popping Animal. I'm a syrup sipping nigga. I'm so high. You can see me with a fucking antenna or whatever that lyric was. And now Little Wayne and Eminem are the reason why we have rappers like Triple Red, XXX on my face, Tattoo Boy, all of this we all these weirdos. Uh, what's his name? The dude who says stupid. Uh, what's his name? Takeshi. Takeshi Six Nine. They're the they're the Godfathers and and like mother and father of all these weirdos. And I know you stands won't admit it because you guys are like hanging out in your mom's basement sipping on Mountain Dew and all that weird shit. Uh, but it's true. That's it. Shout out to Em and Wayne. Um, they both need to never release music like ever. I'm so sad that the Carter Five is coming out. It's gonna be old, outdated. He's gonna rhyme so many things with fornicating and pornicating and sornicating and dornicating and mornicating, and he's gonna swim to pussies because he swam to the butt, and he's gonna talk. It's it's gonna be bad. It sucks. Like I said in our group chat earlier, for me as a big hip hop fan, it sucks because I'm 31 now, and the things that appealed to me when I was you know 17, 18 are different. And I think one of the only artists or as far as hip hop that I've actually grown with has been like obviously Jay-Z and like a Kendrick who and like a J. Cole who you could kind of still relate to. Like you're like, oh, cool. Like J. Cole is making music that I can kind of vibe to. But then you have like Eminem and Lil Wayne. I'm like, wow, my 13 year old self loved this. But now I'm 31 and I'm like, I'm just not rocking with it. Yeah, absolutely. That I agree. I just I I just, you know, especially M. I'm like, M is the definition of white privilege. Like. He makes fun of homosexuals. He makes fun of his mother. He kills his mother. He kills his father. He kills his wife. He sells hundreds and millions of records. Right? It's the wildest thing. Like, because he he spoke to the best demographic in all this country, angry yep. white men. That's true. <laughs> Eminem is the reason why people are shooting up video games. Video game comments. I'm gonna just say Eminem. He, he all these white boys are entitled because of him. Like, it's, it's so crazy. Like, so angry. But yeah. I still love them both. Yeah. Well, you, at the end of the day, you got to, man. I mean, we actually actually had another debate about, you know, Lil Wayne setting, setting the foundation for everything after this. And, yeah, look what it turned out to be. Yep. Look what it turned out to be. Well, uh, that's our little quick, you know, off-season talk there. And uh, we'll get right into, basically, our season preview episodes. Today, we're previewing the Eastern Conference and guys, this is an Eastern Conference that no longer has LeBron James. So, uh, facts. Some new things are going to happen in the Eastern Conference. Uh, yes, a new kingdom will rise. Yeah, clearly a new kingdom in uh, the north. I, I guess so. Yeah, that northeast section is pretty strong up there, huh? Yes. I mean, far north. A little here's bit the thing. Here's here's what I like about here's what I like about the East: the youth. Like there are some serious, serious ballers in the East. Like, uh-huh. I mean, Joel is looking like a generational talent if he can stay healthy. Ben Simmons, I love that 76er team. Yeah. Having Kawhi go over to that Raptors team, I love OG. I don't know how to say his Anabuanabainu or whatever his name is. I think on the wing, they're going to be like extremely, extremely good, hard to defend. But that Celtics team, man. I don't think people realize. Can it stay healthy though? That's that's the ah. 
they're really – I don't think people realize how great of a coach Brad Stevens is. This is true. And I feel like that he gets the best out of his players like a Steve Kerr. Like, he, I'm guaranteed he goes to Kyrie. He's like, just focus on scoring and playmaking. He goes up to Horford. He's like, focused on doing your OG passes out the post and playing defense. He goes up to Rozier. He tell, it's like he focuses and he, and like he makes every single player on his team that much better. And he believes in his teammates. Like, what Tatum and Brown did in years, you know, as a rookie and I think sophomore was just like, what? Then you yeah, got Haywood coming Tatum back. Explosive. Tatum was, Tatum is scary good. Tatum is, like, oh, man, this might be, in five years from now, his league good. Like, he's yeah. – and he's fearless. He went at Braun, like, straight up. Like, just facts. that's something that DeMar DeRozan has never done. Like, you know, <laughs> like, he went at – so, this Celtics team is, like, I'm not going to bet against the Warriors. I'm not, I'm not stupid. I got Warriors in three. Versus like any team that they play against, <laughs> like they're just especially with Demarcus. But man, when I tell you, if the Warriors think that they can just like half-ass and slip up against that young Celtics team, man, they gonna have something coming to them. Yeah, it, you know, Kyrie said it too the other day. He's like, he believed he could take them in seven games. I mean, I think it'd be, it'd be uh, closely contest. And the thing is, keep this in mind. I mean, for the last uh, what two, three seasons, the Celtics with Brad Stevens have always kind of gave the Warriors. A little, you know, uh, run for their money in the regular season. Granted, it is regular season, but they gave them a, t- a good, tough effort. Even with some of these, those young guys. Um, I w- would you guys say this: the Celtics, Sixers, and Raptors mm-hmm. as your contenders. If there has to be two to three t- contenders in each conference, obviously the West is the West. But yeah, are we sneaking I, I in anybody I'd else besides probably. that? Probably. I see. Those are Wait, those. What were your three picks again? Say again. Raptors, Sixers, um, and Celtics. I think the Raptors regress, but I still think they're like a top three. I still think that they'll be. I don't know. I feel like that we're. I feel like we're overlooking Milwaukee, but then again, no, Milwaukee, I don't, Milwaukee, I don't, can, Milwaukee can implode like they just did. So exactly, the Bucks are a weird team to me because. After Middleton and the freak, like, who are you? Like, who's there? You really can't depend on anybody on that team besides those two. And you saw that in the playoffs. This is true. Yeah, because even – even because, like – and now you have, like, you know, uh, you have Brock Lopez at center now. And I don't know. I just don't – I don't love their third option. Like, I don't really – like, are you going to believe in John Henson or Malcolm, worst rookie of the year in the history of everything? <laughs> You know, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm really I really need to see a lot from Milwaukee from a playoffs perspective. I mean, I don't care if they win 50 games next year, but I need to uh-huh. see them in the playoffs perform. That's like the one place where I think they've kind of underachieved. I, I I mean, looking at what the Celtics team did last postseason, I don't think that you can give the Bucks a that hard of a time, but maybe. I don't know. My expectation is pretty high for them. I thought they were probably maybe four C at the best last year. They got a lot to prove. I would say that. And uh, I think they're, they're one team that really needs to show me the postseason more than the regular yeah. season. Go ahead, win 50 games. No problem. You got Giannis. And, you know, he's worked with Kobe. So, I'm, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm excited to see him, no doubt. But show me in the playoffs. 
I think I think this Celtics team is like really good. Like I can see them winning like 62, 63 games good. Like yeah. I'm I'm high. Like like this team the other night, I was just like thanking the NBA guys and I just was like sitting here, like, you know, <laughs> saying my prayers. And I'm like, yo, thank you for Brad Stevens. Like the way he coaches and the way he makes adjustments and just it's a thing of beauty. Like I don't think people really realize like when you can like I watched this thing on Gilbert Arenas that he sent today and it was beautiful. It said a lot of coaches hinder players because if you make a bad play or you make a bad this or a bad that, they want to pull you out. He's like, no, the reason why Russell Westbrook and Steph are, are, are pit bulls is because they know they have the green light at any time. They know they can go in there and ball out. And when you watch Terry Rozier, how he can come off the bench and he looks like he's starting and averaging 60 because he has that type of swagger and confidence. And you wow. have like a mark of smart. And, like, when you have those two guys off the bench who can guard one through three, like, that's scary. You got Tatum, who's just, like, bigger. He's stronger. You got, of course, Kyrie, one of the best ball handlers and finishers in the league. Um, what's the white guy's name? Aaron Bynes. Uh, hey, uh, yeah. yeah. He, he is, man. He's, he, man, I'm telling you, man, that system is, man, that system is great. That's I, a, I mean, go, going back to what you said about, you know, the Brad Stevens going into his players and having them focus each – on what their strengths are. I mean, dude, I looked at the picture the other day from media day and it's, it's, it's Tatum, Jalen Brown, Kyrie, Gordon Hayward, and Al Horford all lined up. You don't even get to see scary Terry right there in that picture. You know, yeah. you're looking at Marcus smart. And the thing about this team is if they understand and they can become gel together and become one cohesive unit, I I mean, it's a long stretch to say they can beat Golden State for sure, but I mean, it would be very hard for me to say Golden State takes that in four or five against the Celtics. Not team. for me. I I'm, I'm, I like the Celtics. Who's guarding KD? I I think I think these guys look the 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 unit. This is team. I think defensively, this team. Yeah, you KD. I, no one's guarding KD. No one's guarding KD. Defensively, but... what I like about this team defensively is they play they play a lot like the. Uh, what was it, like the 04 Celtics, right? Like, of course, 04 Celtics is way better, like individual defenders. What I'm saying is they they play team deep. Remember, prime example, I'll take that back. Not the 04 Celtics, that Dwight Howard, uh, Orlando oh, Magic NBA Finals team. Because it was like, obviously, Dwight is like the Al Horford. And you had a guy like, uh, what's my guy's name? Uh, the shooter, Hedo. Hedo's not known for defense. But in that system... It was like, yo, is he locking up LeBron right now? Like, what's going on? Because they all believe Jameer Nelson. I feel like that this team is just, they're a good defensive unit. They all don't really have too much egos, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I always see pictures of them hanging out, of them on each other's. And, like, that's corny, but that's, like, the present day. That's the way it is. That's what I like about the young Laker team is like when you have these young cores that come up and they play ball together, they hang out together, they eat together, they kind of get to know each other. And that's what I like about this Celtics team. Well, yeah, that's what helps the chemistry, of course. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, to kind of, you know, go back and I feel like, you know, like their arch nemesis and their rival is, you know, obviously like, you know, that 76ers team. And what I'm most interested about this 76ers team is if Markel can develop, and to a killer six man, this team should be nasty. Because their bench, I love their bench. When you can bring in Markel and you got Wilson Chandler over there, who's like a proven solid veteran right there, and mm-hmm. you got fucking 
uh, TJ McConnell, who's probably my favorite scrappy guy in the league. He's that guy that you hate have to play against because he's scrappy, scrappy, scrappy. I like their bench. They got a great coach. Uh, but I think that I speak on the whole entire world. I need to see Joel healthy for a whole season absolutely. before I can put True, anything yeah, in there. Healthy, no minute like, restrictions. Like, I don't want to see any minute restrictions. I don't want to see, yeah, I put up 34 and 15, but then I sit out for two games. I want to see consistent dominance. I want to see, and I want to see you stop shooting all those damn threes. You can't. <laughs> like, you can't. Like, in the playoffs against the Celtics, I'm looking it up. He shot 23%. He was averaging four threes per game. And I just feel Ew. like, yeah, That's like these, these big men, I feel like it's dope that you can shoot and you can have that range. But, man, Joel, you eat people in the post. He's a post eater. He eats. Like, that's where he wins. And I feel like sometimes he bails out the defense when you pull up and take that ill-advised jumper. And then it just it, – it, it, I mean, just a bad look. And, of course, I think – I'll I mean, never that, be down with the seven-footer shooting three-point. Ever. Idea. I, I just – And there's nobody really out there in, in the East that's, that's stopping him. Don't I mean, do it. I mean, there's not one big man in the East that can stop them, with the exception of like an Al Horford in that whole like defensive unit. Yeah, but there's not one. There's not one big man. I mean, if you look at the top, um, you know, Eastern teams as far as like big man, you have the Raptors. Don't really have a center. Boston nope, has Horford. Cleveland, I, I can't even name their team. Uh, the Pacers, yeah, love, man. Yeah, you know the Pacers. <laughs> the uh, my, Star Wars. My boy, uh, you know my boy Whiteside is in his own head. The Bucks don't have a center. Uh, actually, the Wizards are the Wizards, the Wizards have Dwight. So the Wizards I mean, have nice and Dwight. Dwight. Dwight is still Dwight had probably like a you know a, he had one of his best years in years last year. He's still right. ball. I just don't. There's not one center this year. If Joel Embiid, if he, I mean, if he doesn't average like 28, 29, I mean, I need to see. Because he has that skill. He has that talent to go from 21 points a game to 28, 29 points. I could easily see him, like, really, 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 really balling. Uh -huh. But he has to stay healthy. I just – I don't know. Like, that's the one thing – that's the one asterisk by 76ers is that he's one slip and fall, you know, away from being out for the whole year because he's – because he's made of Derrick Rose knees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean – I would definitely agree. That was, that's the base on the healthiness. Mark Hillfoltz, man. Um, here's one of my like long shot hot takes is that, you know, DeMar, if you, you're saying six man, I'm shooting for most improved. If he can come and be one of the greatest six man in his league this year, if he's coming off mm -hmm. the bench, I'm looking at most improved for him. He has a lot to make up. Yeah. Okay. I get it. He played in what? 14 regular season games, playing a couple blowout wins against the heat in the first round. Like and I get it, he didn't have much to show last year. But I mean, this guy has the potential. If that jump shot is reworked and he can shoot the ball, that's my biggest concern. Because I again, you have somebody already that's a playmaker. Um, you know, in Ben Simmons, if if Markel Fulton come in, knock down the three, have a consistent jump shot, play a little bit of defense, be and obviously be a playmaker for the second unit. You know, alongside T.J. McConnell. I mean, we're looking at a nice one-two punch in the Eastern Conference with the Sixers and Celtics. So. That's gonna if be they can just get Gerald Bayless off the court, please. Like that's all I want, <laughs> please. Because if Markel can take over for Gerald Bayless twenty three minutes a game, and Markel can come in and give them twenty five to twenty seven minutes, and just run the offense a little bit, you know. And I don't know. I mean, I really, really, I really want to like 
really love this team. I have an extreme like for this team. I don't love them because Joel is just somebody to where like I was reading uh, from some of the homies on Twitter and like one, like one of the guys I was like, yo, I just need I just need more from Joel. He played 63 games last year. He had great numbers. He was, you know, great defensively. But I need that. I need him to come out and play in like 25 straight dominant games before I can really, really right, hand over right. the keys. I mean, no, I think absolutely. That, I think that Philly and, you know, I think that, uh, yeah, I guess Philly and the Raptors are going to battle for, you know, like the second best team. I mean, like the funny part is, is the three best teams come from the Atlantic. <laughs> yeah. That's what I would. Four, but you know, all right. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Shout out to the Knicks. Uh, uh, I honestly, I'm just waiting for y'all to finish. I'm just waiting for y'all to finish. You know. I honestly think, I think that the Knicks are in a smart. I think that they have a, like something good going, because you just like we said, something amazing. Yeah, like they really, Fantastic. they really have the possibility, if if done right. I think rushing back, my boy Porzingis, is going to be stupid. Yes. No, we can't do that. I think Knox is like rookie of the year. I think he could be that good, like right away. I think him and Money Making Mitch, yeah, are both fantastic. Oh Lord, I, I like Knox, especially Money Making Mitch. Man, I have nothing but the brightest of hopes for him. You know what I like about Robinson is that I feel like he's one of those guys that has a motor. He's he's out here blocking three point shots, man. Yeah, yeah, the like guys you know, he, out, the guys, the guy makes runs. Yeah, I mean, he's one of those – he's one of, like, those – what's his name? I'm not going to disrespect him and say Larry Sanders because we know, like, Larry – but you know what I mean? Remember when Larry Sanders yeah, was just, Larry like – Larry Sanders shot straight. I, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, remember that one year when Larry Sanders was just, like – and then he just started smoking weed and just – like, He wanted to go to art school after. <laughs> yeah, just became a crackhead. Like, that's what I like about Mitch. You know, Mitch is here's, – here's my hot take for the Knicks. I think the Knicks trade Cantner at like the break or something, and they just he go. Needs to go. He needs yeah, to go. and they just go in full. Because I think right now the Knicks know, okay, cool. We got Porous God's going to be out till January or whatever. Let's see what these, you know, let's see what Mario. I think Mario flourishes. Mm-hmm. Flourishes. You got mm-hmm. Tim Hardaway Jr., you got Knock. Let's see what these youngsters do. And then all of a sudden at the trade break, you're like, cool. Courtney Lee, see you later. Katner, see you later. And you start running with these boys. And shout out to Ron Baker, too the homie so on the real I serious agree. note after the top one? three what are you talking about <laughs> after the top three the east really is really irrelevant well hey but by the way well, i'm going i'm definitely going celtics uh, i would say what 63 games you're looking at philly maybe getting cracking 57 uh you got an india uh, excuse me toronto Picture Raptors. 43 I, I i wouldn't i think that's possible but you know, uh, Raptors definitely in third place. What about mm, no more than fifty three wins? Just a, a little bit of regression there. Maybe find their way with Kawhi. Um, I got a sleeper team though. I think uh, up for grabs was a fourth place. And you know what? I like the Indiana Pacers. Shout out to Victor yeah. Oladipo. I like and the Pacers a lot. I, I like I like what what we saw from them last year in the playoffs, and obviously with uh, their head coach. Nate McMillan, more of a defensive-minded coach. Uh, but they, they picked up Tyreek Evans, uh, Doug McDermott. Great move. And they did go ahead and sign Kyle Quinn. So, I don't know, man. Tyreek Evans gets blocked a lot. 
<laughs> yeah, well, that was, you know, before the show, we discussed that. That was a last-minute uh, discussion. But I know, in all seriousness, I mean, you know, that that's one of the things they kind of needed. To, you know, I like his playmaking abilities, especially last year. Um, and, you need a slasher like him to keep the defense honest. And, and absolutely. And I think that, well, we saw a lot of what happened. You know, once Oladipo kind of, you know, threw up some shots and didn't go down or, you know, he got stopped up by the defense or locked up, you know. There wasn't much uh, for the offensive end in Indiana, and I no, think that uh, yeah, I think that Tyreek Evans definitely comes and helps out, uh, you know, with with a little depot there, and then you definitely have a little bit more of a younger, uh, you know, core at the big man position there because they did you know finally let go up of uh, Al Jefferson, didn't really play much anyways in the playoffs. McDermott comes in as a flex between a small forward, power forward, can shoot the long ball. Bogdanovich, man, he had a great series shooting the ball. Great ball. So they they got the shooters, they've got the playmakers. Defensively, I think they'll get a little bit better. Uh, you know, Kyle Quinn's a big tough. Uh, you could speak for him, Marcus. You o- know, offensive, offensive overweight sometimes, but defense, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but I mean, y'all want to know. Other than the Pacers, right. the Pacers might be good, good fight for the fourth place. Definitely Here's, not contendership level, but good enough. Here's my slipper. Are you ready for it? Go for it. John Wall, Bradley Bill. He's a sleeper? I, I mean, well, I mean, they don't buy as sleepers anymore. I mean, yeah, because yeah, they've, they've been so bad. Last year, I think they were like the eighth seed. Here's the thing. The Wizards have underachieved for, for like the, the last two or three. Decade. Yeah, they, like they've been so bad like last i don't know i feel like wall's been hurt then bill got hurt and bill had a great year hopefully wall and bill are on the same page because i think that having dwight down there is like that's money dwight is probably the most hated guy in the nba for you know obvious reasons like people hate that guy but dwight balled last year bro dwight was 16 12 still two blocks per game if Dwight can go there and do exactly what he did last year in Charlotte with Cardiac Kimba, I think this Wizards team can easily, you know, get like the 45 wins, probably hover around like that fourth, fifth seed. Obviously, I don't have them win anything, but I think they'll be better than that eighth seed. So they're back to better Wizards. They're <laughs> The bad Wizards of last year are back to the Wizards of two years ago, first round exit <laughs> Wizards. Here's the thing about the Wizards. They they they're like in a win now. Like I mean, LeBron they, duck, LeBron has duck wall. So you know. they the Wizards have they're like in a win now right now. They're like in a win now. Like this is their the the best window that they're gonna have in John Wall unless he goes somewhere else. Like this is gonna be the best opportunity for him to to get something going because I don't know. Like it's it's very small, but looking at the Celtics, the Sixers, hell, even the Raptors have had a little bit more success than the Wizards. I don't know. I, I'm ready. I'm it's something has to give. I mean, you get Jeff Green, Dwight Howard, Austin Rivers. I mean, Scott Brooks. Not like he's the worst coach, you know, to have. Otto Porter has that big contract, but probably hasn't lived up to much of it. They're in a win now situation with all this young talent. I, I think that the next season or two, uh, I don't know. There's a rebuilding coming if if they don't. I don't know what. What do you think, Mario? Eastern Conference now. Finals for this team? No. No, no, no. I, here's the thing. Kelly Oubre is another guy that's on my hoodie mellow watch. I, I'd be lying if I said I haven't watched a lot of his offseason workouts. <laughs> and no lie, this is a true story, an NBA head like myself. I didn't know who he was. 
and I was like, damn, I was watching all his tapes and I was like deep on his page because his page is like Kelly, your Bay Jr. And then his actual name is Tsunami Poppy. So I was like, yo, like this dude's page is pretty dope. I thought he was out of the league. I didn't know who he was. I did not know what Kelly Oubre Jr. looked like. Somebody then tagged him. And I was like, oh, snap, that's old boy from the Wizards. He has a funky hairdo. So he's another player that's on my hoodie mellow watch. If he disappoints me, he will be the Stanley Johnson. He'll be on that Stanley Johnson list of players who <laughs> – but I don't know. I, I, I like the Wizards team, but I just don't think that – I don't know. They're missing something. They're a weird team. Like, who's their third option? It's true. That's what I was, Dwight, I was right? saying about. That's what I was saying about. But that. Dwight is like even prime. Dwight wasn't like a like a. I don't know. I, I just don't know if I believe in Markeith Morris or Otto Porter Jr. having right. to go it, out it, there and get it, and get consistent buckets. That's the hardest thing to think about. There is like what's who, what you're gonna get from them. And then I, one of the things I was I think I, in my opinion I think Dwight Howard will run the floor a little bit better than Gortat has the last year or two. I think he'll fit a little bit better. He's very he's kind of accustomed to that. He's got some prolific guards right wall and beal he played with kemba for the last couple of seasons so um or before that so you know i i think that i think dwight fits a little bit better in here defensively he'll be a little bit more and he had a great season he's a double double guy regardless last season mm-hmm. uh i think he fits a little bit better especially that pick and pick and roll game they they play a lot of the john wall just finds you in transition man and yeah. as long as the white howard's hanging out there john wall is a baller he'll, john he'll, get, some, ball. he'll get some buckets but I don't know. I had the third that third option. They're missing one more. I just, they're they're a little bit behind, you know, the, the top three that we spoke about earlier. Yeah, they're this would have been an exciting team five years ago. Yep. Absolutely. But, <laughs> but I mean This would have been an exciting team if Katie would have went home. Oh yeah, that oh, should have yeah, happened. Hands down. They should have should be a lot of there, but the 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 window for that's done. They you had know? a chance. You know? Like straight up. Like, like, there should have been a lot of moves that should have happened three years ago. Like a lot of moves. Like, like Carmelo should have been in Houston by now. Maybe no, Carmelo should have went to Chicago originally. That's true. He should have went to Chicago. Dwight yeah. should have went home. Uh huh. And then Braun would have like seven titles right now. <laughs> but no, you want to go to Golden State and ruin everybody's life. I mean, yeah. And then argue with thirteen-year-olds. So I mean, you know, yeah. greener pastures. So do we? So do we all agree that like the East has those? I think the East has those top three teams, and it just so happens that those top three teams have probably, arguably, like five of like the five best players in the East. And I mean, we all agree that probably Kawhi is probably the best player in the East. Yeah, Joel, Kyrie, what Ben and I mean. Haywood probably if he comes back from injury or Tatum or I don't know. Top five in the East. I, I mean Oladipo. I mean I can't hate on that Oladipo. Yeah. You got Depot. Yeah, yeah, you got Depot. You got, you got yeah. John Wall. Yeah, John Wall. I always respect my guy. But for the most part, Toronto, <laughs> Boston, Tacumpo. Oh shit, I forgot about Yeah. How do yeah. I see? How Giannis is about Giannis, bro. Yeah, that's a weird guy, bro. I feel like that he has every year. It's like, oh man, he's seven foot eight. He does this. He does that. And then it's like 44 wins, 38 losses, not really too – I don't know. Like, I feel like that he gets all this hype. He's like Anthony Davis. He gets all this hype every year. Mm -hmm. He's always 
Like last year, it was like Anthony Davis or him going to be MVP. I've been seeing a lot of that this year. Then when they don't succeed, they don't get any smoke. They don't get any, like, slander. No. It's like, oh, they're young. They're young. How, how, like, at some point, this guy's going to be a 52-year-old young guy. <laughs> you know? Like, I mean, I mean honestly, point, I think if Davis was in the East, I think he would have been to a couple conference finals by now. Well, At least last if, year. And if my dad was Michael Jordan, I would have Jordans. But unfortunately, <laughs> that's not the case. You know, like, I mean, I mean, at what point are we going to have Giannis and be like, yo, bro, you got to start making your teammates better? Because you could average 35 mm, and 5 and 5 and 6, and you could do all of that. You could have the funky last name. You could have all the pictures with your brothers and stuff. But until you actually start to make players better, like, I mean, you're playing in Middleton's a baller, but I just feel like, who else on that team? And I don't really see... I mean, see... is it up to the superstar or is it up to the coach to do that? It's up to a little bit of both. It's you good. can tell, you can tell that, and I'm not saying for this year, like, why are you working with Kobe? How come you're not working with Malcolm Brongdon or whatever the hell his name is? Like, I understand, like, the, uh-huh. like the hype and the folklore and everybody, like, wants to be like, you know, that they worked out with Kobe. But how about you, Malcolm, Thon Maker, um... Delhi, all those players. How about y'all work out together? With you know what I'm saying? Instead of because it's cool, you can work out with Kobe. Here's the thing: you're already great. We're not worried about you. We're worried about the players who you're playing with. And right now, I'm not believing in anybody with the exception. Oh, do they still have Eric Bledsoe? I believe so. Yeah. But I'm, but I'm not believe. I mean, I mean, after he, he disappeared in the playoffs, like, have yeah. we found him yet? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Like Terry Rozier had him on an island. These are facts. Like I, you know what's funny? A lot of players got exposed last year. A lot of players got exposed. I'm telling you, that young Celtics team. Well, see that that's the thing is like, I, when you thought about it, you're like, all right, can can we give them a break? The Bucks? No, I'm not going to give the Bucks a break this season. That's why I'm waiting to. I, Look, all right, so, by the way, they actually did pick up Brooke Lopez and re-signed Arison, or acquired Arison Ilisova again for, like, the fourth millionth time in Milwaukee. But, no, I'm not going to sit here and – I'm waiting. I'm waiting to play offs. I want to see what this Bucks team's – the only thing that I will give them some kind of uh, learning curve and maybe the reason why they would improve, Mike Budenholzer. He's, he's, he's the head coach. This is his first shot at, you know, taking this young team. You saw what he did with Atlanta. He spent five seasons oh, yeah. with them. Led Ball. the Hawks of four times, the 60 and 22 record, only to get swept by LeBron. But I mean, he's LeBron's no longer in the East. That's the only thing that they have going for them right now. I wouldn't be surprised again if the Bucks win 50 games, but I got to see some in the playoffs. And you guys are like, you're right, Demar. I got to see some now, Giannis. I'm not sitting here and believing that Giannis is this great, the greatest thing ever right now until, yeah, you worked out with Kobe. I got to see you improve the team yourself. Also, I mean, well, he, improved, win ball games. he improved himself at least. He'll take better, yeah. you know, shots. But I mean, I felt like there was some. This, he had some great games last year. I mean, this guy, he's got the killer instinct to come down and score some buckets. His, his jump shots definitely, mid range is definitely improved. But, but damn, I mean, I, I'm waiting. I, I'm really waiting to see this mill. I, I, I don't know. They're, they're, they're like that team that you kind of want to trust. You kind of want to say, hey, don't sleep on them. Yep, like the Timberwolves. They're like the Timberwolves of the East, yeah, in my opinion. Exactly. Yep. Thinking, all right. Who's you guys' top rookie in the East? Money-making Mitch. You know what rookie I love with minutes? I love Wendell Carter Jr. with the Bulls. Like, I feel like he's like fantasy gold. 
mm-hmm. I, I can see him like really, really flourish. I feel like he didn't really get, I feel like when he was at Duke, he got, because, you know, you had Bagley, you had like, you know, that crazy backcourt at Duke, but he balled at Duke and the Duke can run up and down the court. He's a rebounding machine. He can block shots. I think what some solid, solid minutes, and obviously the Bulls are in crazy, crazy real book, like, you know, um, a rebuild. I think him and Laurie will be a nice little force down low. Like, I like him a lot. You know, when you start looking at players and, like, I remember, like, Summer League, I'm like, man, that guy can just – just like how you said with Mitch, how he's blocking three-point shots. This kid mm-hmm. was blocking three-point shots. He was running the floor. He is your ideal big man in this new era. I feel like if you're a big man and you can't – that's why I love Mo Bamba. Like, right, if you're a right. big man and you can't run the floor, good luck in today's in today's new age. Because, like, the NBA is – if you look at the NBA, like, I'm looking at – all these centers, there's only like three big men who were drafted in like the first and the early part of the second. That was Mombombo, Wendell Carter, and you know, Moneymaker Mitch. And what do they all have in common? They run the floor, like, they run it. Like, I like Carter Jr. a lot. Bulls are a weird team because I don't really like them. Like, teams on this like, oh, let us see what these young bulls can do, you know. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, uh, Alex Sexton. Ooh. Yeah, that's, that's mine right there. They just need that's to great give him the ball and let him go because they need a star and they need one now. Yeah, and it's not going to be Kevin Love. Yeah, no. a- absolutely. And and I really like what um, Kobe Altman's has said. He basically came out in public and said, "Hey, we are we're already shifting our direction on player development, so we're going to get our young yeah. guys." They, I, yeah, I mean, you kind of have to. Can Miami happen? Yeah, like the LeBron left. No one went to Miami games. Yeah, the yeah. only the only thing that I would see is he's a little bit, you know, sometimes he can be a little bit undersized. So just kind of seeing how he can finish, mm-hmm. uh, you know, at the basket. But I mean, the, I, that's one guy that I think I have my eyes on in the Eastern Conference with when that's, it comes yeah. to the rookie race. And, and you know what I like about him? He's fearless. Remember, I remember he went at Penny Hardaway. Remember he like he uh, like uh, there's a dope video of him. Some dude was looking at him, and then he like looks at like you know he's fearless. He has that. I think what I'm noticing, a lot of these young point guards, Russell Westbrook is in a lot of their DNA. A lot, oh, yeah. of, these, uh, a lot of these players, like, father is Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook, like, that kid who plays for the Clippers with the long last name, Shy, whatever, Alexander. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a Russell Westbrook. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a Russell Westbrook. Uh, like, a lot of these players I'm starting to see, like, they just, they go out you. And I think that, Colin, I think that, Cleveland, just like you guys said, has to throw him right out there. They need a star. They need somebody to get behind. They need somebody to love. I think that they they have to let him start from day one and just let him go through those rookie pains. Let him have those three for 18 shooting nights and just let him mm-hmm. go through that because I think that he could be uh, a star in the league. If he comes out and has like a Michael Carter-Williams game like the first night he's on. Oh, man. That'd be crazy. That would- that would help Cleveland a lot. They need it. Mm-hmm. They need it. Or Kevin Love. Either he has to have a big game or Kevin Love has to have a big game. I think that like Kevin, Kevin Love has to go back to 30 and 20 Exactly. I just want to say that. I think that Kevin Love, he – I think he's probably going to be the happiest that he's been in years. He has no pressure to do anything but just play basketball. And I think that he actually flourishes. I think that we're going to be like – I think that people like Marcus and Gabe are going to be like, see, we'll see what happens. LeBron left. LeBron left. <laughs> exactly. LeBron left. I mean, yeah, and so did 
50 wins. Oh, but, my God. But I, I wow, guarantee the team got better. I guarantee to be like, it's going to be like, yo, LeBron. Le- and I can honestly see. That's going to be my first article. Oh, 100%. I can already, I can already see, I can already see the slander already. I can already see the tags, man. Kevin Love put a thirty-eight and thirty-eight, bro. He's gonna be my first pick in our fantasy league. Kevin Love, Kevin Love Love didn't even play the fourth. He don't even play the fourth no more. He averaged thirty and thirty in fifteen minutes, bro. I can already see it, one hundred percent. I can already see it. I'm just saying, man. When Kyrie hits career highs this year, all of a sudden, Jr. Smith is the the conspiracy on. Can read the scoreboard right. Yeah, yeah, J.R. Smith. By the way, I Watch still J.R. Thought... Smith go back to Denver, J.R. Smith. Oh my god, that'd be hilarious. See, I'm telling you, bro. Don't give me, bro. I always say if yo, if Cleveland wins game one, they win one game in that series, and I'm still mad at J.R. Smith because of that. You know I me. Mean? You know how many uh, LeBron sweet broom things that people sent me over the summer, but I don't remember none of that because I'm a Laker, so it don't matter to me. Oh my god. Yeah, get the men in black pen. You're good. All right. So at the end of the day. So at the end of the day, you know, if you're a betting man or woman, who you got coming out the East? I'm going Celtics all the way. Boston. I'm going Boston. Oh, wait. Before, before we finish talking, this is the moment I was going to talk about. Okay, so there's going to be a moment in Toronto where Kawhi is going to have to hug Drake. And I want it to be the most awkward thing of all time. Oh, it will. And I'm going to – I want it framed – Oh, I will. I want Chevy to have it as his Facebook cover. <laughs> okay. Yo, this Toronto experience. Kawhi's going to hit a three after a game, and Drake's just going to hug him, and Kawhi's just going to have the stiffest, like, what are you doing, nigga, look, and it's just going to. Yeah, bro, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. Kawhi's laugh is oh, etched <laughs> into my soul. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bro, that's the laugh you give when, like, you're that's the laugh you give when you're at Thanksgiving and, and your girlfriend says, Hey dad, pass the mac and cheese, and you reach for it and her daddy reaches for it. You know, and then you like <laughs> you know. Oh, that's just oh man. Poor here's the thing. I hope they don't hoe out my boy Kawhi and they got him in OBO music videos. Um <laughs> Like uh, like Puffy in the '90s. I hope they don't whore that man out, oh, make that man, man into something he's not. Poor, let that guy ride in his '98 suburban, his '98 Tahoe. Let him and Uncle Dennis just chill. They go try to whore out my boy Kawhi. I can oh, feel it. Man. He go have the OVO chain. Exactly, oh, I can man. feel it. It's oh, terrible. Man. It's coming. It's changing. It's all going to start with that. Wait, one so how do I get involved with this in my profile that was the, picture? That was the first crack in in. Kawhi's armor was that last. Now he's going oh, crazy. crazy. <laughs> Kawhi's going to be hanging out with Millie Brown and those Stranger uh, Stranger Crew little boys. Stranger Things, man. Oh, yeah. my God. Can we discuss? Is Drake a pedophile? Why are you yo, texting yo, a 13-year-old? Yo, let's get real about this, son. Why are you texting a 13-year-old? Talking about I miss you. I don't even text my 13-year-old cousins. Yo. Don't acknowledge them. Yo. You don't get acknowledged until you're 21. And you yo. text a 13-year-old to yo. why you miss her? Yo, I need answers. Come on, wow. Drake. We need answers. You better than that. Texting a child. <laughs> Bro, what you doing, dude? Niggas going to jail every day for the meet. I guarantee in 10, 15 years, Me Too movement about to attack Drake. Oh, Drake is done. 
all these uh all these uh third graders uh is gonna become Instagram models. They're gonna be posting screenshots from Drake giving them hard eyes on their uh Snapchat and the fire oh emoji. My God. Snake Drake over here texting children, bro. She was born in like 2005, bro. That's crazy. This is facts. Oh wow, yeah, you're right. Why are you yeah. texting a child? Heart emoji. And then they asked her, they said, they said, they said, what do y'all text? And she goes, I can't talk about them. What? Oh, bro. Oh, bro. Come on, Drake. You know, and he, wasn't he with like some 18-year-old recently too? Oh, yes. Drake is kicking it at junior high. Drake is the coach, <laughs> coach Krzyzewski, or however you say his name, of dating women. Drake, you're going to go to jail, bro. That's a bad look. I, I, I was, bro. When I, when I watched that video, child. when That's I watched problem here. bro, I hope Kawhi don't get caught up in this, bro. Come on, Kawhi. You got braids, bro. bro. <laughs> you got braids, bro. You know? Don't do it, Kawhi. Man, I, I read that. I was like, I know. I know this. I thought it was one of those meme Because you could never tell if it's a meme video, if it's a voiceover. But she was googly eye, Bro, if she turned 18 and her and Drake start dating, he got to get arrested that moment. <laughs> he pulled a tiger. That moment. He's t- Here's the thing about the industry, though, is Yo. that nobody cared about when Tyga dated a 12-year-old, but mm-hmm. then, like, 10 years from now, he'll get arrested for it. That's, like, that's the way this crooked industry works. We all knew that he was banging out a 15-year-old. Nobody cared. And then, watch, five years from now, he'll get caught up. He'll get arrested. Drake, man, he out here wilding. Bro, she was born in 2005. Like, bro, <laughs> do it together, Drake. Well, I think that's funny. <laughs> Oh, yeah. she's gonna be. She's gonna be. Her and Drake are gonna be on the sideline of the first Toronto game. Oh, that's gonna Could you hurt. imagine? That's oh. gonna hurt my soul. Wow. That's gonna hey, hurt my soul. Boy, See my boy, boy Drake out there, out and out. Like, and I don't know. I just feel like I, I love what Toronto's doing. Their GM is great. I love his interviews. Like hype in the city. This is. I just hope that they don't got uh, Kawhi dancing like uh, Puff Daddy in the Let's Get It video, Harlem shaking. I hope that don't. Man, they're gonna try to turn this boy out. Poor Kawhi. Him and Uncle Dennis ain't gonna know what to do. <laughs> that laugh, that laugh is the first sign. He's cracking. It is. He is they, cracking. They're getting there. So uh this is the part we talk about the lottery teams, like the Knicks. Yeah. How, why do you like this? Yeah, we, we were having such a pleasant night. <laughs> this, we, he was bashing on Drake, and now you just want to switch uh, gears like this. I mean, you know. you? y'all want to know my I mean, y'all want to know my super hot take for the East? Knicks for winning forty five. Cavs win 40, like 42 games. Kevin Love in the MVP race. That's a really hot take. That would be music to my ears. Like, it's going to be. It would fuel every LeBron conspiracy I've ever written. I I could already see it. I don't know. For some reason, I just. In a weird way, I do agree with you and Gabe. And the reason why a lot of players are ducking and dying is players know that Golden State's going to win from here until they break up. And I don't think that players want that added baggage of like playing with LeBron and like, like it's a lot of, put it this way. There's only a handful of players in the league who really, really want to win and who really care about winning. Mm-hmm. And right now, if you're smart, you realize that ain't nobody winning but Golden State. True. So why go through that stress and slander on Twitter and Instagram and all that hate mail and stuff just to lose anyway? You know, like why go through that? You know, so I feel, I don't know. I feel like a lot of teams are, you know, taking that approach. They're like, yeah, I could probably get to the finals and lose, but like, why go through all of that? Why not just 
go to Chicago, average 25 and five, and then exactly. have a crazy summer to like jump off bridges and travel to London. Exactly. That's why Russell Westbrook is the GOAT. He said, Golden State's winning. I'm just going to put up triple doubles for the rest of my career. Exactly. And make billions. Yep. Oh, my God. You, you know what, Marcus? I give you know what I give you. I give you the, the 45 Ever wins. Have, ever, look, Golden State's won two titles back-to-back. Who's got back-to-back triple doubles? Exactly. Am Mark. I lying? Am I lying? Is he he's, he's going for a third. He's going for a third. I'm going to get it from you the rest of his best career. out of it, though. You know? He's going to average a triple double for his career. Russell Russell is really good. You got to make the best out of it, you know. He's my first pick in every fantasy draft. By the way, Marcus, oh, I'll give great. you, I'll give you, I'll give you forty-five wins. I, I'll give you the playoffs for the Knicks. I honestly, I'll give you that. Man, that's high hopes, man. I'll, get, reality, I'll give you that. Looking at thirty-two. Well, well, here's the thing. I, I, I don't think, I don't think that we're gonna see. I, I think that we're gonna see some of the same teams. I, I think that AC will be up for grabs. But I think we'll see this some of the same. The only team I, I think that I may not make it really is the Miami Heat. But I can see if if it's gets that Knicks team rolling, man. But yeah, of course, you know it's all on Porzingis God when he comes back. But I think the Heat don't make the playoffs. Insert someone else. But I think that Eastern Conference looks I mean, very yeah. similar to last year's playoffs. Let's look. We got what? Okay, we got Celtics one, Toronto, Philly two three. Mm-hmm. Four is. Milwaukee, Indiana. Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Indiana. Yeah, let's do the next three, four, five, six. Milwaukee, Indiana, and you throw Washington. To the Wizards, Knicks. Wizards. Yeah, I see that. Four, if five, you, six. If you, if, if you go with Demario's hot take, you got Cleveland still in the race. I, I can see Cleveland, and then I can see, damn, that Knicks, yeah, Detroit, Charlotte. <laughs> you know, absolutely. Yeah, seven and eight are just stuff for grabs, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Seven, eight. I, I can see seven and eight having like 36, 37 wins. I can see the East. I think the East is just going to beat up on each other and then get ran on by the West. Probably, yeah. You yeah. know, like, like I can see the East teams just like, and then I can see every single East team being below 500 against the West by like a lot. Yeah. Because when you look at the best players in the NBA, you have Katie, Braun. Steph, Russell, um, AD, Harden, they're all in the West. Mm-hmm. Doesn't the West have like 10 of the last 12, like first team? Uh, what it was the first team all NBA? Yeah, or yeah, like yeah. Yeah, I don't think this is going to look pro for them. They have the last like 50 MVPs as well. This is true. Like, so I don't know. That yeah, was actually least... my, super, yeah. my super sleeper is uh, let's go. I'm going. I'm going the Magic Eight Seed, Mo Bamba baby. You guys Mo need to check. You guys need to trade. You guys need to trade. Who you check? I think yeah, yeah, Trey. I think eventually that happens this season. I think Trey Young has the worst rookie of the year across American sports. Wow, that's crazy. We didn't even talk about him. I think that he. Oh snap! Yeah. I forgot about Trey Young. Yeah, exactly what I want. I will say this: out of the guards, I really think. I mean, I doubt those were the top two guards in that top ten to take a guard, Trey Young or Sexton. I'm, I'm, I'm team Sexton all the way. Oh, one hundred percent. I think Sexton just does so much more than Trey. Like I watched a lot of his, and don't get me wrong, Trey Young can shoot like you've never seen. Like we know that, but man, this is the NBA, bro. Like yeah, you know, I'm, what I'm saying I'm not like Trey Young. I mean, he could turn into another you know prototype of Curry, but I'm I'm not gonna knock him for that. But I just think overall, Colin Sexton's, you know, you I'll eat my words three years from now. I'll just say that. Yeah, 
I don't know. I do love John Collins. I think John Collins with minutes, I think John Collins with minutes can easily be like 12 to 14, uh, 9, 10 rebounds, two blocks. Like, I was high on that kid. That kid balled last year for a rookie. I had him on my fantasy team for a minute. He can ball. Uh, There's a lot of young talent in the East, but I just think when LeBron left the East, everything is out West right now. Like, the East, I mean, with the exception of, you know, Boston and, you know, like the 76ers, the East just, it, it just, it's bad. Absolutely, absolutely. If, if an injury happens in Philly and an injury happens in Boston, I think you have a fully open East, man. I don't know if Toronto's going to make it because they're Toronto. I don't believe in Toronto ever. <laughs> exactly, you can't. You can't, you right? Can't. Yeah, you really can't. You can't. Even with Kawhi, can't. it's so sad. You just can't. Drake has Everyone uh, 12 year olds court Everyone top. else on the team is going <laughs> to fold in the playoffs. Kyle Lowry, he's known for folding. I mean, I'm rooting for Kawhi. I mean, we know what team Kawhi could do. Soft. Right? I'm rooting for Kawhi. I mean, pretty personally, but I mean, I like that kid OG Ananubi. What's his Anu- name? How do you say? Oh, I, mean, I thought there was a B somewhere in there. In there, it might be. It might be silent, Anubi? like the G and silent and Lasagna. Yeah, I like him. I mean, I, I like, I like Kawhi. I like Kawhi. I think he's a great. I mean, if, if I he's don't Kawhi, know, man. Kawhi, if he's the Kawhi, Kawhi, we know the claw, man. I mean, that's and that's fun the ball thing watch, is he but, gonna be Kawhi? Man. That's the million the biggest, dollar. Exactly, I feel like no, dollar now he's going to be that Ferrari that we've never seen. He's going to be dropping 40 a night, guys. I'm telling you. Bro, he does. Broken. I hope. Bro, bro he hope. does. Wait, where's my wrestling people? You know Broken Matt Hardy? This yeah, yeah. Broken yes. Kawhi. I like that. I like. No, you know what? And I want to eat my words. I, I literally want to be like, yo, Kawhi, you balled. You did that. I'm proud of you. I, I really, really want to do that. I just don't know. If, I, just, I just don't know. It's going to be interesting. All right, end of season comes around. Kawhi Leonard in a Raptors jersey. Yeah, what else are they gonna do? Yeah, you gonna have Kyle Lowry be the attraction for twenty games? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, like I, you're not gonna you're not gonna get a good deal for him if he's the end of the season. I think the Raptors are screwed when Kawhi doesn't resign next year. Yeah, they are definitely gonna be screwed. Like, cause <laughs> cause you and what the Raptors did that sucks is that you not only screwed over. You not only screwed over, uh, like, your whole city with the whole DeMar thing, but you also proved to other free agents that you just don't care about loyalty yourself. Mm. So now you're going to have free agents that are like, man, like Millie Bobby Brown, like, courtside, cool. Drake, courtside, cool. <laughs> I can get shout out on a Drake album. But then you got to think about the loyalty. And what they did to DeMar was dirty. I just feel like karma's coming back to hit them. And next year this time, they're going to be a lottery team, and they're going to go back to being what they were before Vince Carter and, that entire and some people area. might compare it to like a situation with Paul George, but I mean, there there really isn't a Russell Westbrook to say, "Hey, bro!" Like, I mean, Kyle Lowry's not Russell Westbrook, so not at I'm, all. That's what I'm trying to say. There's no title aspirations it's, in Toronto. Yeah, it's, Kyle Lowry is goes yeah. missing like Levar Ball has been missing <laughs> in the playoffs. Levar, I've never where seen you at, a, bro. I've never seen a more like. I'm not going to say dominant, but like a killer in the regular season and then come playoff time, he just disappears. Is it because like the density of just better point guards in the playoffs? I honestly think, and this is like just going to just be me, like I honestly think some players have it and some don't. That's true. Like like, it, it just is what it is. Like in the clutch, the great Eli Manning is like unreal. 
I mean, he's the GOAT. Like, we've seen Eli in the clutch, but then we see regular season just average-ass Eli. We're like, how are these two the same? Some players just know how to just ball in the clutch. Like, Like, look at Kimball Walker. Kimball Walker has made a career of just, like, from, like, just cardiac care. Like, it's just some players that just, when it's clutch time, they get yeah. busy. And Kyle Lowry does not get busy. Not at Absolutely. all. I don't see, I don't see, I don't see Kawhi risking because Kawhi is building a resume that's low-key godlike. Like, if he wins an MVP, he'll only be the third player ever to win defensive player, finals MVP and MVP with Jordan and Akeem. Like, that's like Kawhi is low-key in that top five small forward all-time conversation with like more consecutive consistent years and i just don't think Kawhi is about to waste that in toronto no he can't he he's i i i can't wait till he's in a nick jersey and we're all just <laughs> so happy about this it's gonna be Kawhi the long boy oh my diet are you just think of this line for a second Porzingis, god Kawhi, mitch and uh, Knox, you have San Antonio all over again. Why would you not do this? You did bring over uh, – y'all bringing over Kyrie? Why? No Just knee re- Gonna Break down in the middle of the season. No knee re- oh, I will say this. Whoever gets, I will say this. Whoever gets Kyrie money next year is going uh, to regret it. Better give him a steel knee too. Yeah, Kyrie's breaking down quick. <laughs> Kyrie is eight like the Olsen twins. He's going to go the path of D Wade. He's yeah. going to be great in one year, two. Bro, what it was not yeah. how D Wade is like finished. Melo's finished, and LeBron is still like, what the fuck is going on? What is, what is LeBron James eating? Dude, it's wild. It's wild. Like, Dwayne Wade hasn't been a top tier player since like that first playoff run in Miami. It's, I don't understand. I really I don't. I mean, the NBA's probably him with clearly the best, the best of everything. <laughs> like, I mean, it just it, goes it, it, to show who's dedicated. I mean, not to say they're not. It's just, I don't know. Yeah, shit's wild. I mean, when you have to be ready for a deep playoff run every year. Melo's never had to be ready for anything past June. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean, past uh, April? <laughs> do you wait? Yeah, you're right. What am I talking about? <laughs> Shit. Melo's. <laughs> Yo, you let Melo tell it. I don't have to worry about April. <laughs> Bro, I, hey, I would love to hear Melo, like, I bet Melo's stories are wild. I bet in his mind, Melo's thinks, gonna have a tell all that's gonna just be nothing but slam. Yeah, it's gonna be nothing but just slam all. Oh, it's gonna be next level. It's gonna be. It's gonna be next oh, level. Because when you saw him ball at Syracuse and his leadership, you on, I honestly thought like, damn, like Melo's gonna be the and it like wow. I mean, in a way, I'm kind of mad because he did it to himself. Like he could have just waited. I don't know. I mean, it's the Knicks. Oh, it's just so. I think that he was stupid for listening to Lala and going to the Knicks. I always say he should have went to Chicago because that was like prime rows. You had Luol Deng, you had Noah, you had T- Tibbs would have ran into the ground. I honestly didn't think he wanted to work. You know Tibbs is going to, oh, there's 48 minutes in the game? Well, you're playing 56. How about that? Melo just wanted to be – he wanted to go back home. He wanted to go home. Yeah. He wanted to be the savior of the Knicks. By the way, but speaking he of – He gutted the Knicks to go to the Knicks. So, speaking you know. of, uh, I mean, uh, supposedly 
Butler wants out could be traded. So I mean, you know, maybe Eastern Conference team. Yeah, I've been hearing about that. I've been so, here. Here's the thing about we need to the- ship that first round pick we get next year for him. Yeah. We'll discuss that in the Western Conference. I got a lot of theories about that. Yeah, absolutely. But that's hot off the yeah. press. So for the next yeah. show. But um man, Eastern Conference, great, that's it. Great show. Uh, great whew. show. Uh my shout out is to my boy Murder Marcus. He just beat me <laughs> in a very, very competitive uh, Let's talk um, about it. Let's football talk about fantasy it. championship. Uh, I won't lie to you. I was I had so many memes on deck <laughs> and so many <laughs> screenshots like on deck. Great. So, ladies and gents, put it this way. I was down by, like, 77. And then all of a sudden, Fitz magic starts happening. And then all of a sudden, I'm down 156 to 154. And Fitz magic throws four straight bonker clankers to basically kill me. And I ended up losing. But the real loser is everybody for not being able to see all of my beautiful gifs, gifs, memes, Cause I I was ready. I hit I hit up all my social media people and was like, "Yo, we're about to meme the hell out of this guy." Here's his picture in his fucking suit. Let's wow. Let's fly wait, wait, him wait. Out. I had wait, all. Wow. I had screenshots ready. I was getting ready. To ready. To the wall. Whoa! Wow, I had fam. ether. I had ether in my notes, wow, and then wow. I lost. And what then I lost. Doing? And what then I, I play lost. You again? Shit! Let me see. It here. was terrible. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Fam? I'm angry. I'm angry. It was. Yeah, I was disappointed. It yeah. actually it humbled me. Week seven. It humbled. Yeah. So shout out to Marcus. Shout out to the homie. Uh, I'm, gonna to, congrat- I'm gonna have to be prepared next time. Then I didn't know it was this deep. Wow. Congratulations. I had it. No, I had it ready because you were talking shit prior when I was down oh, by like man, forty at the half, so much, and I had all the screenshots, so and I was like, wait till I, I get was, my I money right, money. and my money never got right. Yeah. So hey, shout out to. I was driving Fredo. too, and Cheval texted me talking about I was sweating. I was like, "What are you talking about?" Oh yeah, bro. It was <laughs> shout out to uh, shout out to Gabe. He's number one in that league, three and zero. Oh, man, Gabe is killing. Right. What sucks is that Gabe is a is a is a OG notorious shit talker. He just can't join the group because you can't put the name. He has he has to get an iPhone. We li- li- that's serious, people. If you're listening to this podcast, we're, that's serious. It's really no. It's like there's there's Yo, green texts are offensive. It is offensive. Green, you might as well you might as well disrespect my grandmother. On fucking Easter when she's wearing her big hat. That's how disrespect. Like, oh, green tech. That's weird. Like, interesting. Like, do you not like your life? Do you not like yourself? Like, what's going on? So, yeah, Gabe's Gabe singled out for being an android. I actually want to shout out to uh, Fitzmagic though. Yo, the Poppin'. man is living his best life right Dude, now. Popping. Yeah, I mean, could have got us a W. I actually, you know what? I actually thought he would take us to a two and two and one. Actually, was asking for a lot. And uh, as a Bucks fan, I appreciate the two and one. We beat the Eagles. So I'm, I'm glad we did that. But that was dope. But yeah, but damn, man, like, <laughs> that's not killed me. This week, right? And then you got Jameis coming back. I don't start Jameis. He hasn't earned it. If y'all can beat Chicago with that crazy defense at Chicago, man, I'm riding with Fitzpatrick. Because then you have the bye week. And you got ATL. There's gonna be a lot. I don't know, man. Get, just give me wins, man. Whoever gets the job, yeah. Whoever gets the job done, just give me wins, man. Fitzpatrick, I feel like he's earned it. Like this dude has four straight four games. Four, four straight. He has eleven touchdowns. That's crazy. 
Shout and I have him on my magic. fantasy team. And, and Russell Westbrook is, I mean, Russell uh, Wilson has been sucking, so I need to ride oh, that magic. Yeah, man. All night. Shout All out to day. those Cowboys. Terrible. Yeah, I love Cowboys. Shout out to those Cowboys. I love it. Love it. Shout out love to those it. Cowboys. All right. All season. It'd be great. All right, Marcus. You got any shout outs? Yo, no, this man was about to crucify me. That's all like, oh, I was. I better watch out week seven for sure now. Yo, I had, I, I had it ready. The next time we play, I'm talking mad shit. I was I'm ready. Going to go. I was, never mind. I mean, because I don't make excuses. You know, I didn't start Leonard. I mean, because I had Leonard Fournette in. You know, it's facts. You got to. That's because I was hungover. I, I won't even you lie. Big goose from that man. I, I won't even lie. I woke up. I was a little hungover because I partied with the family for a wedding, and I couldn't really see. I had a lot of sleep in my eye, and uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, t- I, I accept that one and two start. I accept that L. And I you mean, know, it's only week three, man. Just got to get him next week. Exactly. Comier is going down. Woods, Tiger. Oh, oh yeah. Tiger's back. It's back facts. to banging out gas station facts. attendants, uh, Walmart <laughs> greeters, uh, truck stop attendants. <laughs> so shout out to the great Tiger, Eldrick Woods. Oh, the legend I is back. back. Up a thousand percent. The red shirt man, the assassin, is back. If you are a Denny's worker, please be aware. <laughs> Tiger is back, and he is not playing. He is back. He is back. He is back. Tiger Eldrick Woods is back to leaving crazy voicemails on uh, flight attendants who are over the age of 60 with those little blue lines in their legs. (laughs) Tiger is back. Shout out to the GOAT. My GOAT and my president, Tiger Woods. Yo, I bet golf is so happy right now. Oh, yes. actually care again. Oh yeah! Oh man! Because I fake watch golf whenever Tiger's on. Absolutely. Exactly. You I have honestly, to watch him in the finals, you have to. If I'm real, I don't really understand golf, but I fake it. And when he wins, I post <laughs> it on my Instagram story so I can appear to be woke. <laughs> These are my confessions. We Yo, all man, do. be real, be we real. Hate. We all do it. We got to. Black people didn't know golf existed until that '98 Masters, 1998 Masters. <laughs> Let's be real. Let's be real. I can't. Can't find the holes. I can't. Like there, there is no lies detected. But yeah, shout out to Tiger and shout out to us. We back. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace. Peace out, guys.